Hello, everybody. Um, it's been a bit of uh, a long time, it feels like, a couple of weeks at least since I've done a podcast, which I apologise for. I've been focusing on learning lines. Um, that will mean nothing to you if you are listening to this for the first time. I've been um, working, I'm an actor as well, we're working towards a play, um, which I have some news to share about soon, which I can't share just yet, so I'm going to leave that very, very cryptic uh, for now. But I also apologise if I'm sounding a little bunged up, because I am bunged up. Um, I had one of those weeks where uh, there were some curveballs that were thrown my way, and I think my immune system just went on holiday and I've either got the flu or I've got a cold. It's not COVID. I've done numerous lateral flows and PCRs, as is the fun times of uh, 2021. Um, But I have been feeling rather sorry for myself and I don't feel like I've been ill like this for quite a while. So if anyone else out there listening is feeling ill right now, I feel very sorry for you. And um, just remember that our bodies are incredible things and that, you know, I've been having lots of lemon and honey, uh, putting lots of ginger into foods. So trying to um, combat with a lot of rest as well. Um, It's probably the first time ever that I've just literally been lying down and um, watching below deck, basically, (laughs) on repeat, which is terrible, isn't it? It's not terrible at all. Um, It's been a bit of a guilty pleasure. Uh, So, yeah, but I wanted to do a podcast this week on what happens when life doesn't go to plan, because that's been the theme of my week. Um, And actually, it's really made me realise how far I have come along as an individual, because I feel quite calm about the whole thing. I have to be a bit cryptic. I can't share just yet what on earth I'm talking about. Um, sorry, that was Ralph. Ralph just freaks himself out. That's my dog. Come on, Ralph. Come on. That's it. Um, sorry, he's now sitting. I'm actually doing this from my sofa today um, into my phone because I thought, why not? Uh, anyway, yeah, I have to be a bit cryptic, but basically some things have changed and it's changed what the next couple of months of my life will look like. And it's opened up this huge crater of space um in various ways which for the first time in my life I don't feel stressed about and I think that it's a real sign when we can you know get to a point where we don't feel stressed about big changes that have happened that have come in maybe as a little curveball that it shows how far we've come as individuals and I've been thinking a lot and reflecting a lot about when I went through my divorce and Um, how badly I dealt with that emotionally. And I know that that has taught me now how to deal with stuff that comes up, the curveballs that aren't in the written script that we are so very good at doing. You know, we we really do plan our, our lives ahead, even when we're kids, you know. I knew that when I was a kid, I definitely imagined that probably by the time, obviously it didn't work like this, but by the time I was 20 odd, I'd have a couple of kids and be married because that's what we're taught in a way, growing up. Um, And divorce really, really triggered so many things because I had to let go of the story that I'd written. I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with this man that I loved and that, you know, that was going to be it. We'd have a family and everything would be hunky-dory and it just didn't work like that. And at the time, I really wasn't very good at dealing with the things that came up because, um, well, I melted. (laughs) And anyone that's listening that's been through a rough patch in life will know that when we melt or have a breakdown or whatever it is, we we kind of become slightly different people. Um, And, you know, when we can reflect back five years ago for me, you reflect back and you can see 
how far you've come because you, you are a different person now because of all the challenges that you've gone through since, whether it's a breakup or a loss of someone that you've loved or a loss of a job or a loss of a home or some huge change that has shifted your trajectory in life. Um, sometimes we deal with those badly because we don't have the toolkit at our hands to deal with them. And I've just been thinking a lot about how much I projected onto, and these were terms, you know, projected, I would never have used that term years ago had I not had therapy and read a lot about it. But I projected a lot of my fears and anxieties onto my friends. I think I tried to shroud it from family, but I'm sure I probably projected onto them as well. There was a lot of facade, there was a lot of pretending. There was a lot of not being honest about what I really wanted and 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 saying those kind of things. And um and I think it's really important if you're someone that's going through a really tough patch is to kind of not judge yourself for how you might be responding to situations. Like I know that I really was trying to do the best that I could, but almost by doing that I was trying too hard and it all just came out in this big mess of jealousy and um, trying to own friends or own family, no, not well, not not family, but own other families' choices. Perhaps the family of that I'd kind of been a part of and was no longer a part of as a result of the breakup. I found that very difficult to let go of because when love is involved, that's very very complicated. And often the grief that comes is because we've loved something very very deeply, whether it's a job or a person or a relationship or a dream or like the story that we've written, we've fallen in love with it because it's given us security and it's given us a path and it's given us guidance of where we're going. And as humans, we really like security and guidance and safety. So when that goes, it's absolutely catastrophic in many ways. And so the beauty though, when you go through these really horrible patches is that they give us these tools to learn about ourselves, but to also go in a different direction that we would never have gone in had life not been such an arsehole (laughs) Um, or if it just hadn't happened in the way that it did and there are times when I still you know like because we change so much I will never perhaps feel like I used to whether it's socially with friends or exchanges with people that were in my life that are no longer in my life because that can be quite complicated when you're just allowing it to be rather than trying to control it. And I think it's okay to acknowledge that because we're changed. We're different people from what we've been through. And it's not that anyone else is being a bad person. It's just that we've all changed and people will change their opinions of us because of what they see in our choices. People remember never see the bigger picture. They never know exactly what's going on. They never know the conversations that you might have kept private that they believe might not have happened when they have and vice versa. And so really the important thing is to remember that we can only do our very, very best. And when life does chuck us a curveball, of which I don't know about you, but for 2021, it has been quite a tennis match of curveballs. You kind of, I've really seen that by allowing that, softening in a if you want to use the analogy of a tennis racket when a tennis ball hits the racket you know if the if the strings are really tightly strung that ball is just going to fly if you've got the strength behind the racket but if you've got a racket where the strings are a little soft and they're maybe a little bit pliable um it will almost absorb some of the tension from the ball and the ball won't go so far. So when we yield a little and allow life to happen, it's like those strings are soft and the ball will just almost be cushioned ever slightly by the strings. Whereas 
it's like when you're playing and you don't really know how to hit the ball properly and you just whack it as hard as you can and it goes flying for miles. It's almost like that trajectory when we deal with life because we're panicking and we're just attacking it. It's like where we have to go to pick up the ball from is miles away. And like that's not always a bad thing because we wouldn't have had those changes without without that um, tennis ball. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm not sure if that even made sense. Maybe that's just my cold brain and flu brain talking but my point is really is that as we go through these things we really change to a point where we're able to deal with them with with more control and with more you know in tennis we have top spin where you hit the ball from low to high we there is top spin and it creates a spin on the ball to help keep the ball in court in play and so these things that we go through help to teach us how to hit a ball without walloping it as far as we can (laughs) because we want to keep the ball in play because you want to keep that journey going of you know not having to run after it every time because you've whacked it so hard and I think that sometimes we go through these things whether it is a breakup or a loss or whatever and perhaps we've never been through them before And we don't really know how to deal with the emotions that come up because it's complicated, especially if a relationship has come to an end where there is still love there for the other person or there's just this mutual understanding that the relationship has run its course or the job or whether that's been completely taken out of your control anyway. Like sometimes we're expected or expecting something to happen in a couple of days and we get a call or we get an email and the next three or four months of your life, maybe longer, suddenly are not going to go as planned because something has changed, whether that's a job not happening anymore or whether that's the job changing or whether that's a location or an environment changing. And so what divorce really taught me and what I've realised this year is that if we can just take a moment to feel any sadness that comes up and obviously some things will be greater than others. So some situations and experiences will have bigger knock-on effects than others so it's really important to feel all that stuff and to acknowledge the challenge that might have come up as a result but if we can process that and accept it and not try to push it away but to say yeah I'm really sad about this or oh god that's absolutely gutting or I wish that hadn't happened and then accept it and then just say oh okay well right now I've got this freedom to to go somewhere else. And of course, it's different if you have other responsibilities like family, if you are the main breadwinner, for example, um, if you don't have savings. I've really learned, and I did a, a post about this this week on social media, but what I really learned from divorce as well was that I was very codependent on my partner at the time. And I didn't realise that until <laughs> I didn't have that... <laughs> codependency because he'd gone um and that was really I'm so glad I discovered that at 32 and not at 75 because I was I you know I wasn't left with nothing but I didn't have any money and I didn't I was very much I didn't have my I'd always worked but I had just done an MA I'd just come out of drama school and so I was going to have to find new work But that lack of freedom, that not having that cushion financially meant that I had to move back with my parents, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I wish I had been more grateful at the time. At the time, I I judged myself for having to go back home. And um, and now I I wouldn't have a problem with it. If I had to, it would be fine. But I think that was another thing I learned was to, you know, not... um, 
not judge myself for not having that ability to rent a flat by myself. Obviously, renting a flat by yourself in London, for example, is hugely borderline impossible unless you're earning tons of money. So there was this sense that I'd gone back 10 years and I gave myself a very hard time for that. And then there wasn't that freedom or that space because of me not allowing myself to do that, not because of anyone else, to really process what has happened. And so over the years, as I started to realise and accept that I had been codependent without meaning to, because like I said, I'd always wanted my own career. I'd never been paid for by someone else. But there probably was an element that I was being overly supported by my partner at the time's work and income and lifestyle and set up. Um, I wasn't taking it, but I hadn't appreciated it at the time that I, it made me realise that I wanted to have complete freedom and independence in the rest of my life. But however, that also has caveats because now I'm hopeless at accepting help from anyone. And I don't really, I'm not very good at having other people pay for things for me because I am scarred from not wanting people to think that I am with someone based on their, their own setup or their own circumstances but also knowing that I don't want to ever feel like if I was to ever go through something similar hopefully I won't but if that was to ever happen I would not have to start completely from scratch all over again because actually you know we say that money doesn't buy you happiness and it doesn't um people with lots of money can also be very, very depressed. But I have to say that money does give freedom. And this is what the post I did about this week was, um, that made no sense, but you know what I mean, was that I've really seen that having that cushion financially does make a difference. Of course it does, because that eliminates one massive stress already. And it's not something we really talk about. Money's a bit of a a taboo thing, really. We don't really discuss things like that. We, you know, we don't really discuss salaries and things like that. And that's fine. But, you know, it's people's personal preference. But I think that we also forget that we have a privilege when we are able to also live in the UK. (laughs) If we think about what's going on at the minute, and I don't want to go into a too political element of this, but I don't know, those of you have seen what's going on in Afghanistan at the minute, you know, it's absolutely devastating. And um, and there are so many people there that are entirely trapped without freedom to even express themselves. And even that freedom of expression, we don't fully appreciate sometimes. So obviously there are more things than money in the world, absolutely. But having that cushion, I can tell you now, does make things less stressful and more enjoyable and I'm not saying that there is then more value on those that have money don't get me wrong I don't have tons of money but for example life circumstances when they change say you've been expecting to do a job and then the job goes or you lose your job having that cushion or with the virus having that cushion means that there is this this safety net and I've gone off on a bit of a tangent here, which is obviously what I do and I didn't mean to. But I think what I'm trying to say is, is that as women, but also as men, I'm not making this about genders, but I think for for women, especially with how society has said or portrayed our role in, and I can only say this as a woman, I know that men men have, you know, um, extremely challenging um things that they also go through in terms of 
feeling like they can't express emotions or there is a pressure to be the breadwinner. But as women, when it's not really portrayed that we go out and build independent careers. It wasn't when I was growing up. And that's not from my family. That's from also like the news and social media um, at the time, which was probably in the form of, you know, funny magazines and stuff like that not funny magazines, but, you know, magazines and celebrity and stuff like that. And and I, I realised the other day that actually growing up, I probably looked to lots of celebrities because they were successful and female celebrities because they, I didn't realise at the time, but they were successful. They had their own career and they had their own dependent, independence and their own ability to stand alone. And I think that is so powerful. And I'm not saying that if you're in a relationship you should go out and just be gung-ho and, like, you know, not accept help because that's something I struggle with now. I really struggle with people paying for me or offering help because I've become so determined to prove that I'm capable of doing things myself and that I would never be in a relationship with someone because of what they do or the money that they have that for me now it's like I'm allergic to that so I have to you go I go overboard the other way and that's just me and that's something that I'll continue to work at but ultimately having that freedom in whatever situation you're in in life having that ability to have your own pocket of money or independence with your job or whatever it is is just amazing because it yeah it comes with its caveats it's not always that simple I really appreciate that if you've got a family for example and 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 childcare's expensive and it only works with one person working but I think there is huge power in then also maintaining an identity within that and anyway I'm not here to lambast how people run their lives because that's not the point the point is just to say that life can chuck us massive curveballs and the more that we've been through the more that we're able to then deal with them and the more that we're able to really be free in what comes next but that also there is a huge amount of privilege in that and that it's important we acknowledge that because not everyone has that freedom to really take life as it comes um in that way So it's about finding that balance of taking life as it comes in your situation and your environment and your um, setup and your belief system and your religion, perhaps, because that all comes into it, your environment, your family setup. And it's about finding your beliefs and your values and not not being sucked into other people's values and beliefs, because your own values and beliefs are truly important. And that's what gives you that sense of purpose in life and sense of energy and ability to deal with crappy situations when they happen and the reason I share all that is very personal to my life situation this week which I will expand upon in when I can um and I I think it has just really made me realize that having that calm and that peace around things when life changes quite quickly is really powerful because it just means that it's like you're prepared, you can take on anything that comes your way. And it's really, it's really cool. But five years ago, it was not like that. Five years ago, I melted. But that melting and that breakdown and that depression that came and the tears and the angst and the grief and the projection onto people around me and the belief that I had that everyone disliked me and no one wanted to be my friend and that childlike way of thinking was what taught me to 
be able to deal with curveballs when they come up now. And so I don't know whether you're going through something like that, like a curveball or something really, really challenging, but or if you're just listening because you're really nice and you listen to the podcast. So thank you if you're one of those. And thank you if you're listening and you are going through something shit because, um, you know, I appreciate everyone that listens to this podcast. Um, It is really amazing that you spend your time listening to my, what I hope to plan, but often becomes a bit of a waffle, 20 to 30 minutes of of speech. Um, But just to say that these things, the horrible things can set you up for the better things and that the horrible times might have an impact for life. I will be forever impacted by my divorce. I will always carry certain things. Most of the time they're kept in little things, in little chests, you know, little pockets of my being, of my body, of my soul. But sometimes emotionally they come up because, because like we said before, I said before, there was love involved and love is complicated and emotions are complicated and they're very deep rooted in us. And so it's about knowing that that's there, not letting it guide the life that you're living or that I'm living to the point that it stops you being or stops me being able to fully explore what is right for you or right for me. But that in a way, we can be grateful for those times because they teach us things. And that if we can allow that to happen and if we can take off the barbed wire of judgment that we put on to our mistakes to those things that we wish we hadn't said that we wish we hadn't done and to reflect that they wouldn't happen again because of who we are now because we've learned from those situations and times we've learned and we've built our whether that's self-esteem or self-worth or the ability to say no to people and things that we don't want to say yes to but we do because we can't say no Oh, that's a whole podcast in itself. But these things really teach us because then when curveballs come along the way that we're not expecting, we can feel sad and we can cry and we can feel devastated. But then we can be like, right, okay, cool. What is coming up next for me? Something amazing is coming up next. There are some great things ahead. And and that's awesome. And like the whole pocket of money thing that I was chatting about, I just share that because I think I've really learned that I, you know, I know that it's not always possible to save in London, especially, or in an area if you, you know, I've never really earned much money, but now I will always prioritise saving where I can for those moments or those times in life that the bottom does drop out. And I, I do think it's important to share that because I think it would be a lie to pretend that that wasn't there for me because it does then reflect on on the choices that I can make when curveballs happen in my life. And obviously, if curveballs happen and there is no cushion, then we respond very differently. And that's fine too, because that teaches us lots of other really valuable things. That's what I had to do a few years ago. Curveball came, had nothing there, had to really like snap into place. And without having... Snap into place, that makes no sense. Having to... I really had to jump to attention and just go with whatever came my way. But without having done that, I wouldn't have had all this time with the work that I did do to sort myself out. So as ever, it's a reminder to be kind and to acknowledge that we're always changing and learning and that curveballs do come and sometimes they're really awful. And it's important to really feel any stuff that comes up from that. But that also it's important to have that consciousness of what you want from your life. Like, what do you want from your life still? Because curveballs happen, but it doesn't have to completely and utterly kick you off the cliff so that you're 
your life doesn't have to be how you want it to be. And um, that's a massive thing. And I think it's where I feel most passionately about this podcast going, because ultimately I'm going to be learning soon, hopefully the tools to help really guide you through that. I have tools from life experience, but the kind of coaching tools that would help for the longer term. And also just because things change. Like I can't physically in my body right now, working with a really annoying knee injury, which is not going away, which I, you know, might need surgery on or whatever, but that's changed what I can do physically. And so that's changed what I can do with work because before I was able to use my body to work in terms of, for example, teaching classes online, fitness classes, or using my body as a tool to release stress via exercise. I can still do that because that's a curveball, but I'm having to adapt to the knee injury. So it's about changing then the physical activity I do. I can't run, I can't really do heavy loading on the legs. So I'm walking and swimming. So it's about adapting as well to what comes your way and not sinking into that depth of despair and that pit. Sometimes that is just going to happen. And there are ways of getting out of that, whether that's by visiting your GP and getting medication, whether that's with therapy, whether that's with using the tips that I give through the podcast, whether it's talking to friends and family, journaling, documenting it out through voice notes, all this kind of stuff. Basically get it out, whatever is inside, you just need to get it out of you so that you can move on forwards. But It felt like I wanted to do a podcast this week because I haven't done it for so long. And I wanted to just say hi. Thank you for listening, as always. Um, If you do have time to rate and review over at Apple Podcasts, I think it is you need to do that. I'd be so grateful. If you ever want to share thoughts on what would help you, like what do you want from your life? How can I help you? I've got lots of tools that I can bring into the mix. And also just a reminder that so many people don't share this stuff and so many people do also share this stuff and it's about finding the things that resonate but doing it without judgment where you can of people's life choices because none of us know what goes on behind closed doors and that's closed doors of a house but it's also closed doors of someone's soul and closed doors of 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 what someone is trying to be you know trying to do to to be the the best version that they can in that moment in whatever they're going through and that you have no idea what a battle someone is going through when they're trying to just do their best. Um, we can support as best we can, and obviously we have to keep boundaries in that. Um, but just always remember that what you're seeing from the people around you isn't always the whole picture because there are so many other battles that people have that they don't talk about. Um, you know, we see it on social media all the time. We get one very glossy, projected view of a world we have no idea what the other million percent of of life or choices or situations or experiences are going on behind that gloss. Anyway, I'm sending you a ton of love and, and I'm really sorry for the bunged upness, but I did um I did just want to get back on the wagon with the podcast. And hopefully in the future I can get some more guests on. Um And hopefully in another week or so I will be able to talk with a bit more clarity about the cryptic stuff I was talking about today. Um, you're welcome to PM me, go and private message me on social media. If you have any questions, I'm Kate Sterling one on Instagram, or I've set up a how to live a Sterling life page and there's get Sterling fit as well. Um, but do come follow, say hi, especially if you're listening and we've never met, I'd love to meet you (laughs) virtually in the nicest possible way. Um, because it's always nice to connect to people because as humans connection is great. Um, but yeah, I'm sending you lots of love and I hope you're okay. And 
it's important that we look after our well-being in all this other stuff that's going on in the world whilst also not shying away from it too much, in my opinion, because we should probably do what we can to help. Anyway, have an awesome rest of your weekend sending you a big high five for everything that you're doing in your life right now because you are amazing. Speak to you soon. Bye for now.